In regards to the Constitution, uh, our uh, initial analysis uh, in terms of the uh, Justice Department uh, has highlighted that it is uh, perfectly uh, legitimate for a province to modify the section of the Constitution that applies specifically to them, um, and that uh, that is something that uh, they can do. A very interesting comment from the Prime Minister. I'm sure Alberta's got its ears open on that one. But uh, this was over questions asked by reporters today uh, talking about Quebec um, because it wants to overhaul its language laws. And uh, so the Prime Minister was asked, you know, do you support the Constitution being rewritten? Um, And that's what the answer from the Prime Minister was. But Quebec does want to rewrite um, the situation so that it affirms Quebec as a nation and state that its official language is French. And Trudeau declared, as you heard, they can do so on its own, which is not true. And Trudeau has said publicly he's concerned about protecting French in Quebec and across Canada. Um, And he, of course, does that because it's an important part of his voting base. But the changes that Quebec wants to make would make um, enforcement much, much tougher. Things like um, sign laws would change, stricter laws for schools, businesses, and governments, as well as federally regulated industries. But is this a matter of the prime minister actually pandering for votes, or does he actually think can you know Quebec can just rewrite portions of our country's charter? It's an important issue, and so to get some clarity on that, we bring in Joanna Barron, who's the executive director at the Canadian Constitution Foundation. And Joanna, what did you make of those comments when you heard them? I thought it was very bizarre. I my first instinct was similar <laughs> to you that must be some type of pandering, but. Um, anybody who, you know, even took a basic civics class could tell you that unilateral amendment of a national constitution by one province is not a thing. That is wrong. Um, I'm I'm sure Premier uh, Legault was delighted, though, you know, like Quebec will be very excited to hear this. I I suppose so. Although his predecessors, like Lucien Bouchal, when they wanted (laughs) to bring in these types of amendments, knew that they had to go the proper route. When Lucien Bouchal wanted to change Um, the Constitution to change Catholic and Protestant school boards to English and Mm. French school boards, he knew he had to go through the federal House and Senate. And Francois Legault knows it as well. Right. Because it would run, to do so on their own, it would run afoul of the uh, amending formula. So it, it goes beyond Quebec. It affects the entire country. And therefore, Quebec cannot act on its own. And I, I, I'm not an expert on this, but even I know that. Yeah, so there's two specific proposals. One is to recognize Quebec as a distinct nation. um, And the second is to make French the official language of Quebec. So for the first, recognizing Quebec as a distinct nation, this has actually come up at the Meech Lake and Charlottetown debates over amending the Mm -hmm. constitution. And it was rejected for whatever reason, we can can speculate. Um, But it's something that goes to, it, it, it obviously is specifically pertains to Quebec, but it goes to the nature of our whole country. Okay, we have a distinct nation as part of our confederation. So that would require seven provinces at least, which represent at least 50% of uh, the country's population, as well as ratification in the House and Senate. Now, mm-hmm. the second about French being an official language, which we know is you know very important to Legault's agenda. That's a little more specific to Quebec, but it still modifies something in the federal 
constitution, not the provincial constitution of Quebec. That's a different thing. And in fact, there is a provision of the federal constitution which says Quebec's official languages are English and French. And um, in Quebec, you have the right to a court proceeding in either language, proceedings of the National Assembly, which is really the provincial assembly, but there you go, are, are available in English and French. So this is actually a substantial thing. And there, you wouldn't need seven provinces, you would just need it to be passed in the House and the Senate. Um, but you certainly can't just say, we're going to do this on our own. Um, and I'm not no. sure why Justin Trudeau is pandering to that very incorrect inst uh, instinct. Well, it might be because he doesn't actually understand it. I mean, he actually thought the budget would balance itself. So it may be that he just doesn't understand it and he just blurted it out. But certainly uh, those in Alberta who are talking about separation themselves and are not happy at all with the way certain uh, you know issues are, are being dealt with in this country, if it were that easy, you would see Alberta leave probably next week. Yeah, and I think within a few minutes of this news being released, <laughs> Michelle Rempel Garner tweeted out, "What about <laughs> Section 36 and equalization payments? Alberta has yeah. something that we'd like to say about that unilaterally. What, what about that, Premier uh, Prime Minister?" Yeah, so I'm not sure if he'll be forgiven for his uh, his ignorance on this. I mean, uh, again, I, I don't know if he made a mistake or if he just doesn't truly understand it. Uh, but he said it, and so it's getting attention. Um, how does Bill C-21 then differ? Because that was something that Quebec was allowed to do, and, and politicians don't want to touch it, you know, for, with a million miles. But But how does that differ then? Well, there, they didn't say we're changing the Constitution. They effectively, if you will, put their middle finger up to the Constitution. <laughs> they passed it using what's called the notwithstanding clause, saying, right. we know that this might not fit into the rubric of, you know, religious freedom and equality, um, but we're going to do it anyways. And they kind of mark it to their credit. They say, we'll be democratically accountable for this. We, we think we have the leeway to do this. Um, and that, you know, that is a legitimate, uh, legitimate strategy under the Constitution. But actually, oh. unilaterally amending the Constitution, that's that's kind of different territory. So could they then fall back on the notwithstanding act in this particular um, case, if they want to, you know, call themselves a, a distinct society, which I pretty much already figured they are um, calling themselves and, and, and if they want to change their language laws, could they not just use the notwithstanding act? So they, they could, in fact, and they've attempted to in the past with Bill 101, um, but that's not what they're proposing to do. And the problem with just passing something with the notwithstanding clause is, first of all, it has to be renewed every five years. And mm -hmm. if another government comes in, they could, they could elect to change it. What they're proposing to do is something that is permanent and that cannot be struck down by a court. A court can't say that this is not charter compliant because they're going to the sort of architecture of the constitution itself. Um, so where so do you see going this fight going then? To be honest, I, I think that um, the people in Quebec who are behind this know very well the procedures that they have to do to, to <laughs> bring in these innovations they're proposing, as I said. Many of Legault's predecessors have gone through things like this. And indeed, proposals, there was a proposal to make Quebec solely a French language province that was struck down by the Supreme Court. That was back in 1979, but it's very similar. 
Um, so I would say most likely they'll go back to the drawing board, try to pass this through with the notwithstanding clause, which they tack on to more or less all of their legislation. So they're not at all fussed about passing legislation that they think might be unconstitutional. And I certainly hope that the prime minister will walk back his poorly informed comments, which should make any law student blush. Well, you know, I doubt that's going to happen, but maybe he can read up on it and um, and and learn a thing or two. Because even I do not have a wealth of knowledge when it comes to you know our constitutional, you know, and how it works and what would have to happen. But but even that caught me off guard, thinking. I don't think you can do that, and I don't think Quebec can do that, but nonetheless, a talking point gone bad. It is not the first, it will not be last, but I certainly appreciate you giving us some clarification, Joanna. My pleasure. Joanna Barron, who is with the Canadian Constitution Foundation, and uh, certainly we'll see what happens in the next couple of days. But yeah, there you go.